This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Want a great way to recognize your employees? Check out Custom Inc. Have you ever thought about doing something special for your customers? Custom Inc. can do that too. And wouldn't your team love some custom gear? Custom Inc. is ready. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Plus, everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at custominc.com. Welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's embarrassing 4-1 loss to Manchester United at Old Trafford. We have coverage coming from everywhere, and I'm going to bring all of the co-hosts on. First, I'm going to start with my co-host, Mr. Janaeus in Toronto. Giannis, boy, that was terrible to watch today. It was very, 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 very poor indeed. Especially first half, it was an absolute... I don't think I've done as much swearing at a television <laughs> set for years. It was uh, it was dire. Second half was a little bit better, and then we got Anguissa sent off, and just uh, just it was it was yuck. It was a yucky performance. But sometimes you have to play that badly um, to realise how much you got to do. And it, I I wouldn't want to be Tony Khan right now. He must be sitting going bloody hell. I spent fifty seven million on two players that have one leg between them. <laughs> I think I know which two players you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, very good. Let me bring on Max. Max is actually at the Fan Fest in New York City for the Premier League. It was on NBC Sports today. He was actually there. So let me bring Max on. Max, let's get your initial reaction to this embarrassing loss. Imagine for you guys, it was tough to watch. For me, I'd say it was even tougher. Um, Just based on I was just surrounded by 100 United fans. There are two other Fulham fans out of Fan Fest watching the TV. And whoever knows Manchester United fans are the worst set of fans in England and across the world. They don't know anything about football. They're all glory hunters. And, you know, they were just so knowledgeable. And every goal went in. They're giving it to us and fair play to them. But it was a goalless performance. I agree. Seri and Gisa are two of the worst central midfielders I've seen play for Fulham. I would say I don't want to see them in a Fulham shirt ever again. Wow. Uh, and the blame there is squarely on the recruitment policy. Those two players 
I'm going to bring you just like quickly one modest goal, the second goal in this match. They're both jogging back. Modest is really on Archie Trump's home. What yep. is the thing? What is the passion? And that's just experience me. You can be a poor player and fight. You can not trying to fight. That's inexcusable. And that was a problem. And it's really worrying to see that Kimberly thought Ranieri would improve this team. That first half was three steps back than we have in Lukanovic. Okay, very good there, my friend. All right. Let me now bring on from Old Trafford, I'm going to bring on Matt Smith. Matt is actually coming out of the match from Old Trafford. Matt, welcome back to Cottage Talk. It's been a while. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, could be could be a little better. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful day in sunny Manchester. And yep. uh, walking back in the rain and the wind. But, um, yeah, just, you know, disappointing. I mean, obviously, it's a game you don't necessarily go into looking to – looking for three points, but we would have liked to have seen us uh, perform better in the first half. I think, like Giannis said, the second half was a little better, but the game was decided at that point. So, right. um, you know, so that was pretty difficult to handle. But, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of things to, to kind of initially talk about. But, um, yeah, definitely, hopefully nowhere to go up, nowhere to go but up from here. Let me ask you, did that have to do, I'm talking about the first half, more with Manchester United or Fulham? Because – it takes two to tango, but who was more responsible for this? Was this just them basically just dictating everything, or was it possibly also Fulham's, uh, again, their approach to this game? Or well, a little I, bit it, of both? Well, it, it's, you know, I hate to ride the fence, but it is a little bit of both because, you know, United definitely had the bit between their teeth. They definitely were, were, were moving moving the ball faster than we could. The problem with, uh, with the shape, we were very, very narrow in the first half. Um, especially defensively, we were really committing numbers to keep them to one side. The problem was that we weren't putting the correct pressure on the ball, and they could just release the ball with one touch uh, yep. to the other side of the field, and we, we really got in trouble in that way. So when we went to the four four two in the second half, it was it was more effective. Um, but you know, but like I said, the game was gone at that point. But uh, but no, in the first half, it was you know they, they you know United definitely looked like you know more like the whole the United were used to. Um, but I think we kind of uh, kind of contributed to their success just in the fact that our shape was so narrow defensively. And when we won the ball, we didn't transition. Our outside backs weren't getting wide quickly enough. And we were trying to play up the middle of the field, which is where everybody already was. So, uh, you know, it makes it pretty difficult against uh, a team of the quality United. Okay, very good. Let me go to Giannis. Giannis, thoughts on what Matt just shared? You know, again, their fullbacks were just having all kinds of joy, and they were just dictating to us both. What are your thoughts of what uh, Matt just shared? He was there. So what do you think about what uh, Fulham did in the first half and, and how he explained it? Well, I agree with him. I mean, we, we, we looked far too narrow in that first half. And I think, I mean, Claudio's made a couple of brave decisions bringing off Mitra and Kearney. Um, but I almost think it was like, well, you've worked hard on the pitch. Really, this is their problem. They should go out and sort themselves out. I mean, that first goal that Ashley, Ashley Young scored. Yep. Absolutely atrocious defending by Odoi. I mean, how do you how do you try and defend someone as good a, a, um, a left-sided, you know, right-footed uh, left, left-back as him, and you're standing there marking with your legs open, flat? It was just, just awful defending. Second half, we came out with a little bit more purpose. We yeah. moved the ball around quicker. But the, the thing now, the thing that Ranieri's got to look at now, and I, I was delighted, by the way, to see Ibrahim Sise come on, and I thought he actually did okay. Um, is, is Ranier is assessing his squad still, and he's saying, okay, who, who can we play with? Who can we? Who's going to help us out, and who isn't? And um, you can see, Kearney had some quality in the first half, but Seri and, and Giza are so far off the pace. 
that um, it's it just become scary. And second half, they improved a little bit, but I think that was more a function of the change in formation. Nonetheless, I mean, 4 1 was, you know, it was reflective of the game. We've got, we really have no complaints. I don't even think United are that good. I just thought we stood off them and we, we defended in blocks and, you know, we missed assignments and, you know, our marking wasn't good enough. And uh, at the end of the day, it was a 4 1 loss. Okay, very good. Let me bring one of our co-hosts again back on the line. Let's let me bring Max back on. Max, thoughts on on what the guys just shared there about the first half? Who was more responsible for that embarrassing first half? It's tough to say. I'm going to say Colum because we've seen teams go to Old Trafford and attack them. We didn't do that. We were so passive and under we expected to have quick attacking tempo, right? But we sat off. We we didn't make them uncomfortable. I'm going to see the I was that Phil Jones, Chris Smalling in the back. They're there for the take, you know, and we just were passing squarely on us. To be fair, that was United never truly dominated that shot. Our goals yeah. were all really soft. I think we really shot ourselves in the foot. In the second half, when we actually tried to score direct and actually caused them problems, we had success. But the entire first half, we just didn't have anything. Um, and as I said before, that started up there was one of the worst halves we've played in the season. Uh, it, it, was, it was abject in every way. Okay. Let me ask you a question, and I'll ask the guys the same thing. Calum Chambers did not play, was not in the 18. Did we miss him today? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Giannis, back to you. Did we miss Calum Chambers in this match? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we did. Um, I think we did. We, we, we didn't seem to have as much shape. But, but I'm going to give Ranieri a little, some slack here because, he's, again, he's still trying to size up lineups. We've got bigger battles ahead. We know we've got a big December ahead. And, um, you know, he's got to assess, assess the squad. Chambers has played well this year, uh, or sorry, of late, but he had to give Anguissa a chance. And Anguissa, for me, just, it, it's not just the speed of his feet or lack of them. I mean, I think my mum might beat him in a race. It's the decision-making. You know, his, his intention of dribbling in zone one, you know, through two attackers that are coming down. His feet are too slow. His decision-making is, is even slower. He looks really cumbersome. Cissé looked a couple of yards quicker when he came on. Yeah. And Ibrahim um, Cissé, for some reason, for the last year or so, has had you know peripheral, um, peripheral playing time. But I hope he's done enough today to, uh, for Ranieri to look at him and you know warrant you know him getting more game, game time. Angisa right now looks like a giant rhino that's just lost a leg. Bad. It's bad. Let me yeah. bring Matt back on. Matt, question. To you, did we miss Calum Chambers in this match? I know it's a basic question, but your thoughts? Oh, I, I think absolutely. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, you know, to not see him in the 18, I'm not really sure. Uh, a lot of people around us were asking the same thing about where he was. Um, and, you know, I, I think what Giannis has said is, you know, with Siri, is it's a tough thing. You know, he he's a, he's a a right now he's a luxury player, and yep. we don't have the luxury of being able to have a luxury player. Um we we're just not at that position right now where I feel like we're turning trying to you know uh, Ranieri is trying to turn him into a, a box to box type of number eight if you will um, right. and he's just not that he wants to sit at the top and and do his thing but Callum Chambers I think really could have helped us um, today just solidifying in front of the back four uh, and, and dealing with players in the midfield because we just given way too much space it was way too simple and and just like Yana said even even though. You know, I'm not saying United are great, but they are good enough to slice and dice us when they do have that much space. Okay, very good. 
All right, right back to you. Can we take something from the second half? They were much better in the second half. You know, the shape was much better. We were more compact. We had more width when we attacked. Um, we were able to close down the outside backs a little bit better and kind of okay. neutralize them a little bit more, okay. um, which really, really helped. So, you know, in that terms, yeah. Um, I still don't think two up front is the way that, that we should go uh, from you know from here on, but um, but it was a good look to know that we could do that if we need to. Um, so really, I think it just showed how bad we were in the first half. Okay, very good. Giannis, back over to you. Can we take something from the second half? And also, let's talk about the two controversial moments. The announcers, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the match. I can't remember who said it, but they basically said that that wasn't a penalty, that that was a bad call. Thoughts on that, and then thoughts on the second yellow from Ngisa. Okay, first things first, that was a penalty. He's connected with his knee first. It's a penalty. It's a penalty, and you see that you see the reaction of Herrera. It was, it, it's, he's taken his knee, and then he's come through with the ball. It's, it's a penalty. So, honestly, blind as bats. Secondly, Ngisa, I don't know, Probert, I'm fixing him an optician's appointment for Monday morning. Can we, <laughs> can we take anything away from the game? I yes. thought Rico had a good game until the fourth one. He'd like to have that one back. I thought Joe Bryan actually had a, a pretty decent game. Ream was in and out at times. Uh, Morrison cleared the line fairly well. Adoy was dreadful. Um, I think that uh, Vieta did okay when he came on. Scherler was feeding off scraps. Mitro was feeding off scraps. Kearney bought the short, showed a bit of class first half. It was almost like a mercy substitution because it's, it, he's surrounded by the Titanic and other wrecks. Um, I thought Ibrahim Asisa did okay when he came on. I thought Camera worked very, very hard, um, got the penalty. That was a nice turn. Um, so there's some positives. I think the biggest positive, funnily enough, is our fans. Our fans were singing yep. for 90 minutes. I could they hear absolutely, Yeah, they were magnificent. And, okay. they, and they deserve better than that. Okay. And um, But, you know, I'm not going to get too despondent um, just because it's such a long way to go. We've got... Wolves and we've got um, Huddersfield, which was this week voted the worst place in England to live. Not a surprise. Um, and I think we have, um, we may have Cardiff coming up as well, or Bardiff. So um, I think we'll be better organised. Ranieri will learn from this. Hopefully, Kearney and Mitro don't have injuries. Okay. And uh, maybe we'll see a bit more Cissé. Okay, very good. Matt, over to you. Final thoughts before we go. Uh, like John said, I, think, I hope we can learn from this. I hope Ranieri can learn from this. I hope we can move on. Um, the atmosphere from, from the fans were, was was really uh, fantastic. It was definitely a great experience for me and Heather to to be here um, for that. And hopefully we can get it together for West Ham at home, who are playing quite well at the moment. Um, yep. So we're going to have to be ready to defend their athleticism and things like that. So, um, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, it's, this is not a game that we came into expecting to win. Um, we hope we will perform better in the first half, and hopefully we will uh, at the cottage on Saturday. Okay. I've just got one follow-up because I want to ask you and Giannis the same question. Obviously, during the match when you see a team play like this and get destroyed like this, you start to see talk on social media about relegation. Does this match indicate relegation to you? For, for me, it doesn't. For me, it doesn't. It, it's nothing – uh, I think to to really jump off a cliff about I think it's I think we're still going to be we're going to be in a fight um, but I don't think it's something that uh, where we need to be too doom and gloom about it I think we can move forward from this and uh, like Giannis said we have some big games coming up and so let's just take care of those okay Giannis does this indicate relegation to you again I'm just telling you what what I've seen on social yeah. media and from friends they think this is an indicator do you agree or disagree 
Absolutely disagree. Um, I think this is one of those games that uh, was what we call a throwaway and nothing to lose. I think we played with, if we played with that sort of abandon in the second half in the first half, who knows? Um, and uh, besides which, just, just, you know, when the chips are down, remember that Manchester was voted the second worst place in England to live. <laughs> so all those, um, in, all those uh, Fulham fans can at least go down to Cheery, Cheery Cottage Way and, uh, and have some fun. But no, you know what? Uh, when you win, you're never as good as you think you are. And United, to me, weren't impressive. Um, we just had a very poor first half. And, and second half, when we put them on the back foot, we caused them some problems. I thought um, we did too. Yeah. So, it, so there are some positives. I just, um, you know, I, I didn't like that first half, but um, well, it is what it is. Now we look forward to the to wet spam. Okay, very good. Okay, before we go, I, I want to mention this to you guys. Giannis, I actually made a very interesting bet because this is how strong I feel about this, and it's a funny bet. I bet that Fulham are going to win their next three home matches. I'm going out on a limb. I'm going to say they're going to win their next three home matches. And the person I, I made the bet with, I said, if I lose, this person gets to host Cottage Talk for a show. We're just going to oh. leave it at that, and we'll see if I'm right or if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, this person will host one episode of Cottage Talk. So, oh, just, Lord have mercy. I think I know I just, what you're talking about. I just wanted to mention that. Matt, back over to you. Thank you for doing this. Hey, no problem, man. My pleasure. Okay, very good. All right, Giannis, as always, thank you for doing this, my friend. I also want to thank Max Cohen, who was at the uh, Premier League Fan Fest in New York. But that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For Matt Smith, Giannis Janais, and Max Cohen, I'm Russ Cohen. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.